Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Welcome back in our number two of the program here on Wednesday morning. And the sun is starting to come up over the stop and shop over the horizon, I should say, really. But to me, it's over stop and shop and uh, looks like we're going to have a nice day today. We've got some wet weather, perhaps snow. I'm dreading any snow coming on Saturday night into Sunday. But it looks like we're getting something, although the models are still not settled and we're days away from them being able to know exactly what to expect. We'll keep an eye on it for you. And remember, if you uh, if you need to find any closings or cancellations come Monday morning, which by the timing of things shouldn't be the case, uh, a lot of the reports that I'm reading are saying you know, that this area could get three inches, one to three inches. It could get up to eight inches. It all depends on which model you want to believe. But that if it if it does have significant accumulating snow, it would probably end by like late afternoon Sunday, which would give time for the roads to be cleared and everything. But just just in case. We will have all your closings and cancellations up at WBSM.com for you to be able to to find all of those. Now, just so that you know, in order to report those to us, because it's not like the old days where we have someone here in the newsroom all the time that can take those phone calls. It used to be that all the schools, school departments, nonprofit organizations, they would all call us and somebody would be in there answering the phone every 45 seconds and we had a password you had to give us so that we knew that it was legitimately coming from them and not the school, not a kid calling in to say school was closed when it wasn't. You know, we we had all those fail safes in place and it just, it doesn't operate that way anymore. So the way that we do it is there is a link that we have at our website to register for closings and cancellations. You go through that link, and then when you have a closing or a cancellation or a delay or any of that, you report it via that system. 
and then it reflects on our website. That's the way that we handle it now so that you can get that information out there and you don't have to wait for a person to be here to be able to do that. And having been a person that was here answering those phone calls, it it's there was there was nothing that was more uh, distracting from getting your work done than having to answer that phone every forty five seconds. And then inevitably, somebody would call. You're in the news booth reading the news. They wouldn't leave a message. They wouldn't call back. Then people are like, why aren't you reporting that this town's schools are closed? Well, because they didn't tell us that. And then, well, they called, but nobody answered, and they didn't leave a message. And, oh, they were going to call back, but they didn't. So this system is much better. You enter it in. It immediately posts to the service from the Rhode Island Broadcasters Association because they handle these kind of things. The Massachusetts Broadcasters Association doesn't, which I don't know why they don't. And, uh, and then you get the updated information on the website relatively quickly. And then if we want to announce closings on the air, we just read it from that list. Because we know that it's been verified by the proper people posting to there. So if you haven't registered already, if your organization, they'll do it for nonprofits, they'll do it for schools. You know, and, and listen, we don't need in 2024, I, to be honest with you, I'm going to tell you that honestly, in 2024, we don't really need to even let you know about these closings because you already know before we even tell you, but it's still a service that we will continue to offer, but we don't need to tell you about every business that's going to be closed because of the snow. That's, that's their job to tell you. That's not our job to tell you. Our job is to tell you about things like schools, parking bans, town hall closures, nonprofits because they don't have the systems in place necessarily that a business does. Most of you who work for a company, they probably have a line, a phone line that you call to find out if there's going to be work that day. Or they send out an email. Or they send out some kind of text message service. And nonprofits probably have that for their own employees, but they don't have that, a way to get that out to the people they service. So they do depend on the radio to share that information. But if you work for, and I'm just going to pick Stop and Shop because they're across the street here and I'm looking at the building. If you work for Stop and Shop and they're going to, for some reason, be closed during a snowstorm, which can't imagine that would happen, but let's just say that they were. That's, that's their job to tell you. We don't need to re read every business on the air. But certainly schools, civic offices, nonprofit organizations, we will continue to share that information with you, and you can register again. Just go to wbsm.com. Let me, uh, let me open up the website here so I can tell you the exact process. Go to weather at the top and then click on closings registrations. That'll bring you to the page that'll allow you to enter in all that information. And then just follow their procedure every time and it will reflect on our site and on Phone 107 site and we'll be able to share that information with the audience just so that you have that handy. Hopefully we don't need it.
hopefully we have another year like last year where we don't even need to have closings or cancellations. You know, I've, I've, I've heard Chris mocking global warming, but I got to say, if there had to be one good side effect of it, I, I hate snow. We still get the moisture in the winter. I'd just rather have it come down as rain. 508-996-0500. We were talking in the last hour about gas station food. I have an article up at WBSM.com and on the app about how the best fried chicken in New Bedford that I found comes from a gas station. And all the details are there in the story, but one of the things that I was concerned about in writing this article is I was like, am I letting out the secret? Am I, t- am I telling everybody about this? And then when I want to go there, there's going to be a long line or they're out of chicken or anything like that. I, I'm pretty confident they can keep up with the demand. But I was also like, you know, maybe I always like to tell people about hidden gems too. So maybe that's what will happen here. But as I'm seeing from the comments, oh, people already know. There's a lot of folks saying how crispy, crunchy chicken is fire. How they love the biscuits. How they've gone there multiple times in the the month or so they've been open. And again, I'm not trying to, to really promote and push this business so much, but I want to tell you about a place that you might not have been willing to try otherwise that you might still have that stigma against gas station food. Do you? We had a caller earlier who talked about, you know, those days are over. Yes, there are still some gas stations that you walk in and you look at the sandwiches and you're like, I'm not eating that. I don't know where that came from. But a lot of the times now when you walk into these places, you can see exactly where they came from because they have the deli. They have the restaurant. They have the sandwich shop. They have whatever. Amato's is in a lot of Noria's, and they make fresh deli sandwiches. They also will have pre-made sandwiches that they put into a into a case. They're, I love their ham sandwiches, I, I, and I would never, I would never be a person that would order a ham sandwich. A ham sandwich is something that I make at home. A ham sandwich is not a worthy sandwich of ordering when I'm out of my house. A grilled ham and cheese, that's a different story. But a, And certainly a ham sub, come on. There's a million other sub possibilities. You're going to get a ham sub, a ham and cheese sub. A ham and cheese, a ham. Ham and cheese is not something that you have served to you in a restaurant. It's something that you open up your lunchbox and your mom wrapped it up in a plastic sandwich baggie. Ham and cheese was meant to be eaten on bread cut diagonally. 
not a sub roll, ham and cheese. But at Amato's, they've got a really good ham and cheese sub. 508-996-0500. I probably uh, have angered some ham and cheese fans here. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Yeah, I just had a quick question. Is this the WBSM host? Yes. Oh, I forgot who what your name was again. What is your name again? I forgot. Uh, Tim. Oh, hey, Tim. Um, any idea of, of as far as the snowstorm for the weekend, what they're saying? Do you, have you guys got anything yet? It's So all that we've been hearing is that there's the two different models and that they aren't really sure which one will be into place. They have to wait until we get closer to the storm because of some Pacific, warm Pacific air that's coming in that may have some effect on it. Uh, but basically what one model is saying is it could be anywhere from one to three inches, and then another model is saying it could be like three to eight inches. Oh, that's that's not bad. It doesn't sound like it's going to be anything really, really bad. But as you as you know, the first storm is always a little bit difficult because you know people kind of forget how to drive in the snow. They forget, <laughs> they forget how to how to shovel the snow. About, you were talking about ham and cheese sandwiches just now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have good ham and cheese subs at Market Basket. You know, I love the sandwiches at Market Basket. It's, it's I work there. It's really I good. At the I one in New Bedford. Yep, I've been there thirteen years. Oh well, congratulations! What's your what's your favorite sandwich over there? Uh, ham and cheese. Yeah, I like I like the steak bombs that they make. Those are very good, and the Cuban sandwich is is also very good. All right, is it okay if I call you and call you tomorrow? Because I know that it changes every day with the snow. What they're saying, like I know you get updates every day and tomorrow morning as well. Yep, we'll have some updated info tomorrow. Okay. All right. You have a good day. Yep. You too. All right. Uh, if you want to call in, 508-996-0500. Uh, yeah, we'll keep an eye on that storm because I do think that there's um, there's going to be something. I mean, I'm not a meteorologist, but all the meteorologists seem to be in agreement that there will be some kind of precipitation happening. Most are pushing the idea of it being accumulating snow. Now, accumulating could mean a couple of inches, but... It could also mean that eight inches. There are some meteorologists that are saying there could be mixing on the coast that would keep snow totals down and that it may not even be snow on some parts of the coast. Those are my favorite meteorologists. Those are the ones that I like the most and that I'm going to listen to. But we'll see. 508-996-0500. You're next on WBSM. Uh, good morning, Kim. Good morning. Um... I'm glad you're talking about sandwiches again because I don't know if you've ever had a Brussels sprouts um, grilled cheese sandwich. No, but I should. There's a, there's a local restaurant. I won't say the name. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. No, and please, please say the name. Who, who is it? Who makes it? Um, Bruce-ish. Okay. But I... But the problem for me was that the bread that they used was not quite as nice as I would have liked. I kind of like a whole grain, um, kind of a rustic bread. Mm -hmm. So I started making it at home, and I'll tell you, I was eating it three and four times a week. Um, and it's so easy, um, you know, just um, red onion and um, some garlic, and then I, and I separate those out. And then I, you know, I slice my own um, Brussels sprouts and cook them in the frying pan in some olive oil and and then you put it together with whatever cheese i use the cheddar and oh my goodness 
Oh, my goodness. Sometimes now I've started eating it as a side dish and without the bread because I keep my carbs under 50 um, a day. But, uh, Tim, I'm telling you, and you, it's just delicious. So, and, and how, thin, how thin do you have to slice the Brussels sprouts to, to have a good sandwich out of them? Um, I don't do, gosh, that's hard to say. I um, let me see if I take a Brussels. You know how if you buy the sliced um, Brussels sprouts at the store? Well, you know, they sell them already sliced. Oh, I didn't know. I always um, buy them whole. Well, I, do. I do too. Um, but uh, if you know how they, you know, I just maybe out of a, a Brussels sprouts, I'll get three or four slices. It depends on the size. But I don't slice them real, real thin. No, no, no. Mm. Because you want a little bit of that crunch. Oh, my goodness. You've really got to have it. Well, I'm, I'm going to try it, and, and I'm probably going to head down there and get one at some point uh, to see how they do it, and then I'll, I'll try and adapt it myself at home. But, yeah, I mean, you know, you, know I worked for, you know I worked for Biffy all those years. He introduced me to a um, mushroom grilled cheese where we would always, you know, cook up those mushrooms that we would use for omelets and stuff, and he would put those in a grilled cheese on pumpernickel bread. That was, that was a fantastic sandwich. I can imagine. I can imagine. Yes, come out and try it and then adapt it to yourself. I, I was just, uh, for weeks I was eating it. and uh, um, Going to have to give it a go. Yeah, Sounds delicious. Totally. Yes. All right. Let me know how you make out. All right. Thank you. Have a good day. And uh, as well. Thanks. That, that sounds incredible. I love Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts. I love them. I never had them growing up. We never had them. I don't remember my, my, my dad was the cook at home. I never remember him ever making them. And then when I got married, my wife would make them. And she made them better than I think I've ever had them anywhere. But they were a staple for us. We would have them a couple of times a week. Couldn't get enough of them. Huge fan. That's why I don't understand why the, you know, the joke is always that kids, kids don't like Brussels. I would have eaten those every day when I was a kid. You know what else I eat all the time? Beets. I love beets. Beets are very good for you. And um, they're low carb, so it's something that I can have because, you know, like Barbara, I have to keep my carbs down. I, I have 100 grams of carbs a day limit um, on this, this weight loss plan that I'm on. But I will eat a can of beets every day. I don't like to make fresh beets. I like the canned ones. I had the Harvard beets. Uh, caller had called in and recommended those. Amazing. I get those in the jar. So good. Anyway, I'm going to take a break. We'll be back in just a few moments. And right now, it is time to go into the newsroom and get all the top stories of the day from Ariel Doors. Former President Donald Trump has filed an appeal in an attempt to get his name back on Maine's presidential primary ballot. Secretary of State Sheena Bellows removed Trump's name last week due to his alleged involvement in violent protests at the U.S. Capitol almost three years ago. Harvard University President Claudine Gay is resigning. She announced her decision Tuesday in a message to the Harvard community. This follows allegations of plagiarism and a campus controversy over anti-Semitism. Gay's tenure is now the shortest in the school's history after she became Harvard's first black president in July. 
Senator Bernie Sanders wants Congress to hold back more than $10 billion in, in military aid for Israel. The Vermont Independent on Tuesday warned that the money would be used to fund what Sanders called the Israeli government's grossly disproportionate and immoral war in Gaza. A former University of Southern California campus gynecologist who was accused of sexually abusing more than 700 women died of natural causes. That's according to the Los Angeles County Department of Medical Examiner's new report on the death of Dr. George Tyndall, released on Tuesday. Tyndall was found dead at his home on October 4th. The autopsy report says Tyndall had cardiovascular disease and type 2 diabetes. He was 76 years old. Fidelity is marking down the value of X shares by over 70% since Elon Musk's takeover. The investment firm decreased its valuation of X by more than 10% just in November, according to a recent filing. The Grambling women's basketball team is rewriting the record books. The Lady Tigers posted a 159-18 win Tuesday over the College of Biblical Studies in Louisiana. That's the largest margin of victory in Division I women's basketball history. In sports, the Celtics fell to the Thunders 127-123 in Oklahoma City. Kristaps Porzingis led the team in scoring with 34 points. He also grabbed 10 rebounds for a double-double. Jason Tatum also recorded a double-double with 30 points and a game-high 13 rebounds. The Celtics will host the Utah Jazz Friday night. The Patriots are last in the AFC at 4-12 and and will host the New York Jets in their season finale on Sunday. And the Bruins extended their winning streak after taking down the Blue Jackets 4-1 to in Columbus. Kevin Shatterkirk scored his fifth goal of the season to put the Bruins up by one. Kent Johnson responded shortly after with his sixth of the season to tie the game. James Van Rymsdek scored on the power play to put the team back on top. And Danton Heinen and Trent Frederick found the back of the net in the final period. Boston will host the Pittsburgh Penguins tomorrow night. Now let's take a look at your local forecast with ABC6. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Mostly clear skies this morning. The temperatures in the upper 20s, but the wind chill, it feels like in the mid-20s. Dry and seasonable this afternoon. Plenty of sunshine mid-40s. Overnight tonight, increasing clouds. Temperatures in the upper 20s. And we could be seeing a few rain or snow showers possible as we head into tomorrow, Friday, cold and sunny. It'll feel around the single digits in the morning. Tracking a potential snowstorm by Sunday. Be sure to watch ABC6 for my full seven-day forecast from the ABC6 Weather Center. I'm meteorologist Ceci del Carmen on New Bedford's News Talk Station 1420 WBSM. And I'm Ariel Dorsey for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station WBSM and get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app.
Welcome back in. 508-996-0500. That is the number to call in and be part of the conversation. You can also send in app chat messages via the WBSM app. You can also send in open line voicemail messages via the WBSM app as well. And uh, we, we like to have all of these different ways for you to be able to take part in the discussion. And not enough people take advantage of the opportunity to send in those open line voicemails, which can be very helpful when you are on the go, when you can't be on the phone sitting on hold. Maybe that's because you've got things going on. Maybe that's because you're at work and you're not supposed to be on the phone. Could be a variety of reasons, but we got an app chat message, I mean, uh, an open line voicemail message here from RJ. So let's give that a, a, a go. Hey, Tim. So one of the things that I make is a grilled cheese with pepper jack. And then I melt cheddar cheese in a separate frying pan and then put the grilled cheese inside the melted shredded cheddar. To make a cheese crust on the grilled cheese. Oh, that's a great plan. I love that idea. Kind of like a cheese skirt almost. Uh, if you like, that's a big thing now with burgers is a lot of restaurants are putting, especially if they serve smash burgers, they're putting skirted burgers on the menu where they will have like cheese that goes out over it and gets crusty or they'll put that around the bread. Yeah, that's a, that's a good technique. I like that. When, so I was actually making grilled cheeses for a long time by, you know, the old school method of taking the butter. And you got to have soft butter. You can't take it right out of the fridge. But taking the butter and putting it along the uh, bread, you know, like uh, spreading it on the bread and then cooking the two pieces of bread, putting the cheese inside, melting it together. And then I saw a little bit of healthier way to do it would be to take you know, kitchen spray and an easier way is take kitchen spray and then, you know, spray the bread, put that down and then toast it up that way. And then I also saw people put mayonnaise and make grilled cheeses by putting mayonnaise on the bread. I love mayonnaise. It's got to be Hellman's, only Hellman's, but I don't think I could get to that point. But I started making grilled cheese sandwiches in the air fryer because I saw the people said that it makes the best grilled cheese sandwiches. And one of the recipes that I saw for it called for putting cheese on top of the sandwich. And so that when you have it in the air fryer, it makes kind of that external cheese shell around it. And all I could think of when I made that was the Franchizina, the sandwich that I wrote about that I had at um, Algarve on County Street in New Bedford. And the Franchesina is a sandwich that is very popular in a specific portion of northern Portugal, but people don't really eat them that frequently, and I can see why, because, man, it's a, it's a filling sandwich. And when I wrote the article, it got such attention for Algarve that they ended up putting them on the menu permanently, and now they have, like, a Franchesina portion of the menu. And this is a place, by the way, that is... Like, chef over there prides himself on 
he's, he's, he, he cooks very fancy food. They just, they do it at affordable prices. So he's cooking, you know, very high end dishes. It's not going to cost you a lot of money to go out and eat them, but you know, they, he, he, I'm sure he was like, I don't want to be making this, this sandwich. That's, you know, an every man sandwich all the time, but it became a hugely popular thing for them. So they put it on the menu and, and from my understanding, it's still over there. So if you've never tried a Francesina and you like to have a nice cheese shell around your sandwich, you got to give one of those a whirl. 508-996-0500. I'm going to take a quick break and be back in a few moments. back in 508-996-0500 we were talking about well food right it's uh it's only the third day of 2024 and i'm already talking about food because that's one of the main topics here on this program it's something that i know a lot of you care about and i know it's something a lot of you have thoughts and opinions on so it's going to be part of the discussion here and um we have always been big fans here of sandwiches. In fact, I end every program or most programs with the sign-off of enjoy every sandwich, which it comes from Warren Zevon when uh, when he was dying of cancer and he was on David Letterman. David Letterman dedicated a whole show to Warren Zevon. And um, he said to him, he's like, do you have any advice for people, you know, now facing what you're facing? Do you have any advice? And he's like, yeah, enjoy every sandwich. And so that's kind of where that comes from. And also, you know, I, I like sandwiches. But it's a it's a reminder to kind of stop and enjoy every little moment of things that happen during your day. And so, yes, sandwiches are going to be a big part of it. Uh, RJ says the pub sub at Publix in Florida is insanely famous. I've heard good things about Publix, but I've never been to one. Um, I have been to Wawa's. I do enjoy the sandwiches at Wawa's. Those are very good. I went to Sheets. That was the place I went to in, in when I was in Gettysburg. And I didn't have a sandwich at Sheets, but I had ice cream and uh, some of the, the hot nuts that they have there. They have all kinds of things, though. And I'm supposed to be going back this summer, and I, I plan on, on visiting Sheets a lot more. Uh, also, we were talking about you know, sandwich recipe ideas. Barbara called in and mentioned a Brussels sprouts grilled cheese. Uh, I mentioned the mushroom grilled cheese. The The guy who owned the diner that I worked at, Biffy Goyette, we we used to have to take mushrooms. We didn't cut corners of this diner. We made every, for the most part, we made everything like, you know, homemade old school style. And so we would get in a big 
wooden basket of mushrooms from Degas Brothers Produce. And we would have to take all those mushrooms and slice them all up, grill them on the grill in butter. And then we would save them in a plastic bucket so that if anybody ordered, you know, a mushroom and cheese omelet, trying to think of what or if they wanted mushrooms on their burger or anything anything we would need those mushrooms for we had them already sauteed up in butter and you just throw them on the grill warm them up and throw them in the omelet put them on the burger whatever you're doing and every time we would make fresh mushrooms and and grill them up like that he would go over and get a couple slices of pumpernickel bread load those bad boys up with the whipped butter that we put on the toast and everything throw it down on the grill he would get some cheese, American or Swiss or whatever he wanted to use, and a big heaping spoonful of those mushrooms. And he would put it in there. And I was like, oh, grilled cheese and mushroom. That sounds actually kind of good. And now I love it. Every once in a while, I have to have one. And I, th- I think of Biff every time I have one. I think of Biff way more than I should. I still hear him in my head every day yelling at me, Jimmy, you're doing it wrong all the time. Um, he was one of only... Two people, really, to call me Timmy in my life. Uh, and then also the other one was my grandmother. And then he also, oh, my aunt, too, I guess. I still have dreams that I'm working in the diner. Like, at least once a week, I have a diner dream. And I haven't worked there in almost 14 years. Uh, also, uh, Radio and Marion says, Tim, I grill my sandwich bread in olive oil so that it is kind of crispy. Then I put the sandwich together. I look forward to your comments on your sandwich. Yeah, I mean, I've I've tried all different ways of, of crisping up the sandwich, but the air fryer, I think, is the best way. you got to spray it. And I do have olive oil spray. I'll have to try that. I usually use just the regular vegetable oil spray. But, yeah, you've got to do that. But it makes a nice crispy sandwich. If you ever had a public school grilled cheese sandwich, and you know what I'm talking about. It wasn't made on a flat top grill. It was most likely probably baked in the oven. They didn't spread butter on it. They probably just sprayed it with some Pam. Through it. You, you know what I'm talking about. You've, if, if you've had one, you know. The bread was kind of, and I'm talking, I'm not talking about kids that go to school now and have all these health guidelines. I'm talking about like the 90s and the 80s and maybe even before. It was that really thick bread. I think they only used one slice of cheese because there was barely any cheese in it, but it was kind of baked off and had that, that, that crispy texture to it. That chewy texture, almost like you're like, can I bite into this? We used to take those grilled cheese sandwiches and we would cut the corner, you know, the corner off of the crust. And then we'd take a couple corners from different sandwiches and piece them all together into little Chinese stars and throw them at each other. That's how hard they were. And that's the kind of stuff we did at the lunch table. But you can get that type of texture in the air fryer. I mean, you... You don't have to. You can pull it out a few minutes before and not have to deal with that. But sometimes you just want one of those old school cafeteria grilled cheeses, especially if you're going to be dipping it into some uh, some tomato soup. Me, I like to put ketchup on my grilled cheeses. 
even I'm going to be 46 years old tomorrow, and I still put ketchup on a grilled cheese. Been doing it since I was four years old, and I don't think I'll ever stop. Anyway, 508-996-0500. We'll take our break here and be back in a few moments. Go back to the phones. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Which stick is for, boy? How you doing, Lamone? I'm pretty good. How are you feeling this bright and early morning? You feeling pretty good? Yeah. yeah. You know, tomorrow's just even about the next two days, uh, and then be back Monday, right? No, I'll, I'll just tomorrow. Tomorrow I'll be back. Yeah. Uh, I'll be back on Friday, and then um, the surgery is a couple weeks from now. I thought the surgery was. To, oh, you were just going to get. Check out whatever it's if you're this is like the pre-surgery appointment, all that kind of stuff. I know somebody that had loose, literally had loose, loose, loose fifty pounds. They lost sixty pounds, and they they had a they just had surgery. They had a cyst in there, and, and it was a parasitic cyst. They pulled it out, had teeth and hair in it too. Oh no, like a like a twin they swallowed. Yes, a parasitic cyst. But it's you know a lot of times it's born with them when they're, when they're when, as as you know. Infants, you know, as the uh, as uh, embryos, you know, it's like it comes from there, and it's like that's you know, if one lives, the other one doesn't live. I, you seen where you know that movie where they have had the one on the back of the head, you know that one right there, you know, you know what movie I'm talking about, don't you? Yeah, it is. Yes, I don't remember the name of it, but I know what it is. But I'm not wishing. I'm. I'm I hope it would be something simple like that. This if, is this know. is this is not a parasitic twin. No. Are you sure? Uh, I'm pretty positive. It's not from Minneapolis. It's, come, it's coming out either way, so it doesn't matter either way. Okay, I'm glad. It would be, be kind of, you know, personally, I think the mornings are, are a lot better with you in it. And even though I, I'm supposed to be asleep by now, but I call across the whole country to listen to you every morning you're on the air. So, you <laughs> I know. appreciate it, Lamone. You're welcome, my friend. And, and I just think that they're so lucky to have you. I can't wait for you to get out of here so we can have some fun. I'm going to take you to go look for a. Uh, Go looking for something. Maybe we'll, maybe they'll do another one of those uh, uh, Storm Marrow 51. I'm not trying to do that. No, but I, I might. No, I don't want to get shot. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 